Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama. Hello, darlings! Oh my God, it's been a hot minute since I have been on air, and it feels good to be back. And not only am I back, but I have a very special guest with me. You all know her. She's been with me many, many, many times. My fairy goddess, my special guest, Renee Savant, the goddess of love and passion, and author of What Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. So tonight we are going to be here talking some real talk on Valentine's Day, one of the most amazing days of the year, but like I said, screw it. Why wait? You know there's some people out there, and I'm, you're listening, I know you are, you wait to the last minute. It is 10 o'clock on February the 13th, you haven't gotten anything for your girl, you don't know what to do, and it's typically guys because most women are on point. They're on point. They've got something. They're expecting something, and you're waiting to the last minute. And you, your lack of effort is going to show through, and, you usually, and you're going to come up short. So, you know, and, and I truly believe with everything in me that you should be celebrating this every day. You should have that sexy mojo revved up every day and celebrate on a daily basis. You should be making love every day if you are in a relationship. If you're single, hey, I'm single. If you're single, you should be self-love. What I mean, having that all year long, that warm, fuzzy feeling all year long. So tonight, we're going to tell you what you need to be doing and how you should be doing it to get the most amazing year every year, every day. So, Renee, welcome. What you doing? Sister? Hey, Monica. How are you? Happy Love Day. Happy love day Love, to love, you. love, love. It's my favorite day of the whole year because I just love love. You know, when you're the, the goddess of love and passion, you love Valentine's Absolutely. Day. But I've loved Valentine's Day since I was a kid, and I think it's just because it's all about love. But you're yeah. so right. We think that it's to be shared one day of the year. I have a really funny story. I have... Dear friends, they've been married for 42 years, and the husband sent me a message yesterday that he was heading to the lake, and he'd be there till probably Saturday. And I said, oh, well, did you leave Fran something for Valentine's Day? He goes, well, well, I'll probably be back by, by Friday. I go, well, Valentine's Day is Thursday. He goes, no, isn't it February 15th? Now, here's someone that's been <laughs> married for 40-something years. And he thinks Valentine's Day is February the 15th. And I said, oh, my, Walter. Then I read something in in a little um, local paper that 53% of women will end their relationship if they are not acknowledged on Valentine's Day. So I took a picture of that, and I sent it to him. So hopefully he, he, he saved himself. And um, after 40-something years. Is that not crazy? 
It, it, but, you know, it's the truth. Most, And then when you get to that point in, in you know, being together that long, you just kind of take it for granted. And it just yeah. kind of, eh, it's another day. I sent, <laughs> I sent, sent a, a picture to some of my coworkers this morning, and it was this little girl, and she's got this weird face. And it says, what are you doing on February the 14th? And at the bottom it says, nothing. It's Thursday. I'm going to work. And I'm like, yeah, but I had on, well, I have on the sexy music all day long, every day. I choose to feel that goddess vibration and that sexy vibe mm-hmm. every day. And so many people just, they wait to feel extra lovey-dovey, extra sexy right before Valentine's Day. And then after it's over, it's like, eh, whatever. But then a month from today is March the 14th, and it's Steak and Blowjob Day. So that is coming, becoming very, very popular, even though it's been around forever. So men start to get all into that. And, again, that's another day. Uh-huh. That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. But, you know, we put so much emphasis on just one day. It's just like Christmas. You know, everybody right. thinks it's just one day. Um, Halloween, yeah. well, you come into my house, i got the Christmas tree up year-round, and I've got – you know, my Day of the Dead stuff year round, so you don't know you don't know what you're walking into when you go into my place. Yep, and, but, and being yeah. close to New Orleans, you know, our Christmas tree gets turned into, you know, well, it depends on how much time that we have between um, Christmas and when Mardi Gras, but it can go from a Valentine tree to a Mardi Gras tree, and then to the Easter tree, and and you know, and then and then you've got you know Fourth of July, so yeah, we keep that. We keep that tree here in, in New Orleans going year-round. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. that's what we should be doing with our love lives, with our every aspect of our life, but especially our love life. And if you are in a relationship and you are not, well, shame on you because, you know, I mean, till the last breath you take, you know, every minute that you are awake you should be channeling that sexual energy channeling it through every part of your life and life happens and you know I was just telling you a while ago I get so consumed with you know my big girl job that I tend to lose focus of other things in my life and I tend to forget about Monica Lee I'm just Monica and I get moody and I get sad and I forget I am the moon goddess. I am Monica Lee. I am fabulous and I am sexy and I'm, and then I have to turn that switch back on. And single people think that they have to be sad because they're single and there's no Valentine's. I buy myself flowers. I buy myself my own dinner. I take, it gets, you know, lonely at some point. Right. But you should be treating yourself. Your best Valentine should be yourself every day. Every day. So we talk about, you know, sharing this love and everything every day. So how do we do it? That's a question. I mean, how do we do it? Well, I think the first thing we all, what what needs to be done is, and I, and I, (laughs) I teach this all the time when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I have my, you know, clients and stuff is I'm the first one to tell them. You have to take time. There are 24 hours in the day, 
take some time and dedicate it to you every day. If you're in a relationship, you have to set that intention. And, that, and you know, we've talked about this before, and I think I wrote, you know, part of that that's in your book, um, that you have to set the intention. And, yeah, you've got little ones, you've got kids, you've got play dates, and you've got this going on and business trips going on, and you're all over the place and, and meetings, but you still have to put yourself on the calendar Pencil some time in, and I'm I I can be be guilty of that. It's like too tired, but I have to do that. If not, I lose I lose focus of Monica, and couples start to drift apart, and they don't speak, and there's the the communication gets lost, and the intimacy gets. The next thing you know, there's no more hand holding. Well, there's no more love making, and then there's no more hand holding, and it's just there's no more saying I love you. There's no more intimacy because it has now been filled with everything else going on in the day. So I think that's the first thing that we need to um, start with is putting that intention out there that what you really want. And I had one of my friends share with me yesterday that she had a a, a, a couple that flew in and was working with her and when it was all said and done and they went, you know, through the initial intake process that, and they've been married for 14 years and they both admitted that they truly didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we think that's crazy, but it's not because, you know, we meet, we, we, you know, marry the children come along and then, focus all our energy on the children and the children start getting older and, you know, we have the family, we have the kids, we have, you know, our careers. And then all of a sudden the the kids get older and we look at each other and we go, who are you? And during that 14 years, you know, they've grown, they've grown as, 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 you know, um, individuals, and, and we are, we don't always grow in the same direction. You know, sometimes we're lucky and we kind of grow in the same direction. But, you know, I think it's about keeping communication. And and we don't do that. And especially in the bedroom because we're afraid to hurt feelings, you know. Um, right. We ask, like, we'll ask our partner, well, well what do you like? You know? And... We are, it's hard to, to say, but it's easier to say what we don't like. But then when we say what we don't like, the other one takes it personal. And it's right. like, well, what do, you, what do you mean you don't like your breast played with? Every woman likes their breast played with. Hello, or, what do you mean fabulous. you don't like anal? All women like anal. You know, is it me? And then we get into this this combative you know, mode with each other. And so we get to where we don't say anything because we Mm -hmm. know where it's going to go because we take it personal. It's when you can get in that space and take nothing personal and allow that, allow your partner to share what they like, what they don't like. And it goes both ways for women. Women give to men that it's not what they really want. They're afraid to say anything because they would rather get what they're giving 
them nothing at all because they know if they say anything, she's going to go, well, I'll tell you what, that'll be the last time I do that. Right. And then they lose out totally. Well, so how do we open up communication? Well, yeah, again, I always like to keep it out of the bedroom. Talk about this before you get into let you When you get into the bedroom, you got to let the magic happen. But, again, you know, we're we kind of, like you were saying, the communication isn't there, and you got to tell your partner what you want. But what if you don't know what you want? Because you haven't really explored your own body. Or you kind of just let your body go that you don't know what you like anymore. You know, I've had a couple of people come up to me just this week and told me just that. She's like, I don't even know what I want from him anymore. I don't know what is going to make me feel good anymore. I don't know if I even want sex anymore. And I don't know why I don't want sex anymore. And, and, you know, usually I tell them, well, first of all, let's find out, do you, is there any medical conditions? If not, then let's see what else is going on. But if, if all of that is good, then we need to explore our own bodies. And better yet, let your partner explore for you. So he's finding out, you find out at the same time. But, you know, we've got to keep that communication open and not have any – I don't like bringing – that into the bedroom, that discussion. And let's talk about it outside. Exactly. And normally what happens is it, that's when we ask our partners or, and, and man, I'm not picking on you. I love you. I love, I love, I love my man. But mm-hmm. that's usually in the heat of passion and you're trying so hard and you really are to please us. And then you stop and you ask us, you know, well, do you like this? Are you liking it? What do you want? What do you want me to do? You know, have all of those discussions about what you like, what you don't like, and, you know, have, have that. That's kind of, that's the fun part leading into it, you know, and so that way, you know, when you get into the bedroom, it's, it's all about, you know, moving moving along and, and not getting into a, a verbal, you know, debate. Now, a little dirty talk, you know, that can take well, place in the, in the bed. And that's, that's, all that's, good, that's a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely. But as far as but the I'm, likes I'm, and, and dislikes, get that, yeah. don't, get that out because you don't want to bring that – because sometimes that conversation can go negative. That can go south because, again, uh, do you like anal? Do you want – no, don't do it. You know, don't do this or don't do that. And you're just bringing that negative energy into there and then – you next thing you know, you're done gone limp, and she's dried up. And the whole, it's just, you don't and, and you know, it, and you know, when women, sometimes they say that they don't know what they will, they don't. You know, I found out not that many years ago that one of the hottest spots on my entire body that, well, I've got two of them. And, you know, and, and, and it just so happens it's not between my legs, but when we get into the spots, it, I, those areas, I will have an orgasm in, in zero to 60 normally. And those spots, the one, is in my hip area. And I, I love for my hips to, to just, and, you know, I'm very sensitive in my hip area, but between my shoulder blades and, bet- and in my heart area, mm-hmm. if, 
if I'm making love and you reach around and you apply pressure between my shoulder blades, that's it. I am a done deal. Absolutely. And so those are my hot spots. And, and, and a lot of men would go, what are you talking about between your shoulder legs and your hips? You know, and I'm going, that does it for me. That will sit, that will get me revved up all day long, you know. But we think that, you know, it has to be either the clitoris, the G-spot, the, you know, there's so many more parts to work on before you ever get there. And again, I stress, nipplegasms are a thing, and that's, yes. You know, yep. you know, people are like, why do you have your tattoos on your back? Because that's one of my very sensitive spots. So it doesn't hurt. It's very orgasmic to have, orga- I mean, orgasmic to have, to get tattoos on my back. So that's why I can lay there for an hour and get do tattooed you holler, up on Monica, my back. Do you holler in the tattoo <laughs> shot, uh, shop when you get them? <laughs> my nose starts running and I'm, and one guy, bless his little heart, he was like, are you okay? He goes, you kind of twitching. I said, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying here. And I explained to him. And he was like, wow, wow. And he goes, I'm I'm kind of ashamed to say that's really hot. And I'm, I've got a boner. And I said, well, it's okay. I'm pretty sure I got a lady so, boner. <laughs> so next time you go, can, can I go with you and I'll video Absolutely. it and, and we'll, we'll post Woo! it? We'll post your your tattoo orgasm. Yes. Okay. That I'm ready. I mean, I, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. That's some good stuff yeah. right there. But I keep myself open. I, you know, I'm not afraid to express my sexuality. And, you know, right. but that's the thing is that people are so one-dimensional when it comes to sex they don't think well what's a nipplegasm well that's you know stimulating the nipples and just you're, there's no penetration or anything else I mean so you know there's so many different ways there's women out there who probably didn't even think that that could happen or maybe they're sensitive on their back or maybe on their shoulder on their necks on you know their ear wherever and be, but because we're so ashamed to talk about stuff like that that we don't let anybody really explore our bodies. We don't even do it. And and, and and it shouldn't be that way. So that's why I say we've got to not just take one day and try to figure it all out in that one day. Hail to the no. This should be every day. Set that intention. If you are in a yeah, relationship, it, 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 it takes a while, and, you know, to find yeah. out what we like ourselves. Just, I know it did for me. I mean, it just didn't come, you know, it was, you know, like I said, I had that, that one magical little partner that finally, you know, took the time, my, my first tantric partner. And, um, you know, when I have clients, my, mainly my men, you know, they always ask, you know, how do how do I get her to be in the mood more? And I, I say that's easy. You need to learn to give with no expectations of receiving anything. Absolutely. And they look at it like, why would I do that? You know, why would why would I give? And I go and give in a different manner than what you're used to doing, because no, I mean. 
you know, I, I've talked about this before. Most women do not even feel the man's touch because normally the only time the man, and I'm not talking about all men. I am not talking about all men. Um, there, there's a lot of men that's not this way, but there are some that the only time that they touch is when they're wanting some. And so she knows when she gets that touch that that's a call to action. And you know what? She may have had a really shitty day. So you need to get used to just touching her and then backing away and not following through. And then after a while, because she's going to start feeling your touch, because normally when you do that, she's going to push you away because, oh, don't you even think about that. You don't even know what kind of day I've had. And here you are wanting, you know, we've all heard that, hadn't we? And so you learn to give, you run that bath water, you light those candles, and you put her in that tub, and you go, I love you, enjoy your bath, and walk out the door and leave and have no expectations for anything. Give that back rub with no expectations of getting her guard down other than honoring her and loving her because she's your partner. You know, but it goes both ways, you know. Um we need oh, to learn to give to each other and have no expectations whatsoever of receiving anything back. And it's exactly. when you can do that that you will have more sex than you've ever wanted to have. Oh, my God, yes. And, you know, and I laugh because how many of you men out there, the minute your wife starts acting nice or cooking you dinner or doing something that you think is out of the ordinary, you think she's wanting something. What do you want? They, all, I mean, and it's sad that it comes down to that because, again, you shouldn't do something nice or you shouldn't say something nice because you're expect, you know, because you want something. You should be genuinely nice every day. And yes, you'll be having more sex than you could imagine. And <laughs> that's when, that's when, again, I like saying that's when the magic happens. But it's true. Because you're letting your guard down. There's no expectation. It's where you can truly be you and exude your own sensuality. And he exudes his sensuality. And you just kind of go with the flow. And it's, there's, there's no tension in the air. And, again, when there's no tension and there's no – she may have had a shit-tabulous day. But if you run that bath for her, like Renee said, and you just walk away, you know, or whatever, go fill her car up with gas or, you know, for me, it's just sitting there. You you don't even have to speak. Just sit there with me and let me get over my, my moment of escalation because of whatever I had endured during the day. And that to me is just sexy. Or just talk, change my mind. about Talk to me about something else. Stimulate my mind and you stimulate the rest. Adult conversation for me is that to me right there. That's, it, it really is. The brain is the, the biggest sex organ. And for mm-hmm. me, just conversation about anything and everything will help me just dissolve everything. And, you know, you know, you read to me, you talk to me. That's just, I'm just going to want to climb you like a tree after that. I'm just saying. I'm I think one of the things is, you know, after you've been together for a while, it's like you don't know 
how to start over. You know, how to get that, I call it that etched sketch and, and shake it, you know, and yeah. go back for, to the beginning. But that's what it takes because you can't, you have to completely, like I said, do the etch-a-sketch. You gotta, gotta shake it and start with a, a, a clean, clean um, palette and, and then build that relationship, that sexual relationship, that ultimate, that both of you, that works for both of you, you know, and create it anew. And don't carry the baggage from the past, you know, into, you know, the 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 the, the present moment because it's just going to bog down in the past, and we don't know how to let it go, and we got we got to let it go. Let right. it right, and once and once you are able to let all that stuff go, whether you know you've been through some really tough times, you know, whether there's infidelity or just some really bad times that you've been through, you've got to start over. Like she says, shake that etch sketch get a clean slate, take the white paint, clean, you know, make everything just that pretty white. And then, you know, that's always the first step. And then from there, you need to learn to be each other's friend again. Because sometimes, that to me, that's a big thing. Yeah. When you stop being friends with that's each it. other. And, and, and half yeah. the time, you're sleeping in separate rooms, or maybe he snores and you're sleeping on the couch, or he's sleeping on the couch, or whatever the case may be. Well, that, that's, the new, that's the new um, – the new um, trend now is on the new home builds is they uh, have uh, two two master bedrooms and two master baths. And uh, I said, how sad. You it know, is. I it's very sad. I have my own big master closet, you know, that works for me. But, um, Absolutely. But, yeah. And we wonder it's why what... there's the, the disconnect. Yes. And, and, and it's like, you know, when you're not even friends, you don't even want to be around each other and much less have sex or be flirty and funny and sexy. You And then you start turning to other avenues to get attention when you can be trying to reconnect with your partner. And it makes me very sad when I have, you know, couples that reach out to me that have completely disconnected in that way because I'm like, are y'all even friends? That's one of the things I ask. Are y'all even friends? I th- a lot. Of, they, you, you get to the point that you don't even like each other. You exactly. know, um, and you may and have forgotten why you don't for, even like for, them anymore. You know, right? They, it's just you, and you a don't have it now. Right. So we right. need to turn that around so that you can go day one for the next 365 days and prepare. You know, every day, like it's Valentine's Day. It doesn't mean you have to go buy chocolates and candy and take her out to dinner or buy him a gift or this or that. There are so many things to do to show. Well, I'm going to put know. a challenge out to you, Monica. Okay. I'm going to, I just thought of this. I'm going to put a challenge. Why don't, starting tomorrow, why don't you post? Why don't you do a year-long downfall next February? One one thing a day, simple thing that they could Absolutely, do. Absolutely, I'll do it. Why don't you do that? I'll do it. Monica's I'll 365 do it. days of lovemaking. Absolutely, I'll start that tomorrow. 
You yeah, know, because, I mean, it, it all. I mean, because our words sound good. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the people who are listening go, "Well, that that sounds good." But how? I mean, that's the deal. How do you do it? How do you get there? You know, what are these little things you do? You know, so. Not a, um, and I might even do a couple of them and send them to you, and and you can throw them okay. in there along the next 355 days. And yeah. Will I do it for couples, but I will do it for single people because you know I'm single. I'm single. Well, in my I, physically, I'm single, but my, in my heart, you know, it belongs to Dave Gone from Depeche Mode. You know, I had to throw that in there. Yep. <laughs> I just had to throw it in there. Um, so, yeah, I'll do it for singles and for couples because, you know, again, single people think, well, but I'm single. But that's okay because you have to love yourself because you want to put that energy out there. To attract your mate, the, the energy you're putting. If right. you're always sad and down and depressed because you're single, well, guess what? Are you doing something about, are, are you changing that? Are you going out? Are you doing something? And here's a funny story. True story, but funny. So I moved last, um, almost a year ago, April of last year, I moved. And I met some mm-hmm. really great friends um, through a Facebook page, um, for singles and you know they were local singles and so I made great connections and great friends and they live here and here I am almost a year later and I had not met anybody because I had not gone out I had not done much of anything I've been so busy lots of stuff has been going on and I you know a couple of weekends ago um I reached out to to one of the guys on there and uh, was asking for some recommendations. And he was like, oh, I'll come and help you. And <laughs> here it is, a year later. I actually knew, knew him before I moved. So a year and a half later, I'm finally meeting this person. And wow. I was like, wow. And he lives 15 minutes up the road from me. So I was like, wow. And it was kind of nerve-wracking because I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to meet a new person. It's always kind of nervous. I'm never, I'm, I'm not really nervous to meet new people, but it was just, I had, I realized I hadn't been out in a very long time. I had right. kind of yeah. done, you know, put other things first. And I was like, yeah, I'm starting to feel this and I've got to break, I, I, I've got to break free. So, um Single people, just because you're single doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Mm. Single does not define you. Be living no. your best life right now. Go and yeah. you know, live your life because you just we just don't know. So for singles, there's three hundred and sixty five days in the year for you also to be doing something, to feel sexy, you know. Self pleasure. Why not? You may, you I, had, I got it into a deal today. They, they posted in my sacred sister group. And the question was, um, can one, what, it's basically the chicken and the egg. Can one self-pleasure without self-love? And so we got into this deal, and, and basically it boiled down to what comes first, self-pleasure or self-love? What do you think, Monica? I well, that's a tricky one, but for me it goes both ways. Because because I have huh? to love myself, and I have to love myself in order to self pleasure. And if I'm going to self pleasure, I need to be able to love myself. So it kind of goes both hand in hand for me. Okay, 
God, we, because, you know, a lot of the um, workshops that the women go to, and if they've got issues, the number one thing that they have them do is to self-pleasure. And it's right. through self-pleasure you find self-love. And right. I'm kind of like, you got to get the self-love in order for the self-pleasure. But I Absolutely. guess, you know, yeah. So, but you know, um, but but then you have those women out there. Well, yeah, you have women out there who may have grown up that that's a bad thing. No matter how much you love yourself, you're not going to touch down there because that's not nice. So you know, it becomes it, it's so there's just so much, and that's Elvis back there making his noise. Um, I just you know I want I always say this that ecstasy is your birthright. Pleasure is your birthright, and everybody needs to have the love life that they want, that they need, that they crave, that they desire. But if you cannot open up and be true to yourself and speak some truth to yourself, you're never going to accomplish that. Because, again, there's so many women out there who are just so afraid of saying that they want to embrace their own sexuality or they're so afraid to even let on to their partner that they like sex because they might have to have sex every day. Well, honey, why shouldn't you have sex every day? If you like it, the only one, I mean, you're holding back on yourself. So it it just baffles me when when women tell me, I don't want to tell him I like sex because he's going to want it. Um, Okay. But why not? If you like sex, then why are you holding yourself hostage from having it? And again, you, if, you know, you got to be true. You got to be able to speak truth to yourself. And, and it goes, it goes, like you said, a lot of it goes back to our programming and, you know, the good girl, bad girl syndrome. You know, right. the, the <laughs> and, you know, speaking of the good girl, bad girl syndrome, I'm, I'm staying at my place in the country right now, and uh, and you know my reception's horrible, so I had to I had to drive out to you know sit in the parking lot to to call in to do the show with you because you know how right. it breaks up if I if I go a call from the Rosemary. So I'm, I'm I'm kind of feeling bad right now because I'm sitting in the parking lot of the local First Baptist Church right now doing this radio show. And every time that we talk about certain things, they have a big neon sign in it. I don't know. I don't know if it's me, my imagination, but this this sign keeps uh, getting brighter and brighter when we start talking about self-pleasure and all, all the all the stuff. But um, Baptists are, uh, you know, they're a little bit, you know, different. My mama used to say, "You know why? Um, you know why Baptists don't screw standing up? Why? Somebody might think they're dancing." <laughs> <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So anyway, so yeah, so I'm sitting here. Oh look, God loves you. Just just came across that little banner. I'm trying to read the rest of it in case they're trying to send me messages here. But anyway, yeah, so I do, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. You know, we're talking sacred sexuality and we're talking sacred self-pleasuring and sacred lovemaking and 
And, you know, that's that's what we were put here for. And it's when we get rid of all the shame, the guilt. You know, we're just loaded down with that guilt. Because that's what we're, that's how we're taught. That's what we're taught. That's what's ingrained to us when we're very, very little. We're, as soon as we come out and we escape the womb, we're automatically, you know, covered and, um, we're taught to not touch ourselves, to not look ourselves, look at ourselves, and you know it. And you know, little boys are curious when they're at a certain age, so we're already training them: don't touch yourself. That's bad. Oh, they have to Thank go. You. I mean, it, it's so bad. I'm, you know, I say the little girls. You know, when they first discover their their little their little Fourth uh, of July, Fourth of July, as you call call it the little Fourth of July, they're all excited, like, "Ooh, what's this?" And then all of a sudden, someone you know hollers, "Mary, hurry! Susie's playing with herself." And you know, Mama uh, comes yeah. and pops you on the hand and says, "Don't touch that! Don't, don't, don't touch that!" And you're thinking, like, "What? What did I do?" You know? And it's the little boys, though. My poor little Catholic boys that I felt so sorry for. They got to go confess when you know, when you know they touch themselves and self pleasure. It's just a, it's. It's just a, a sick cycle that it really is. And it, it's not one religion. It was all religions that, you know, put the shame and the guilt um, on us with, you know, not just self-pleasure, but just sex in, in general. Well, and again, it starts very little because we're taught that February the 14th is the day when you are supposed to be nice. And if you're nice, then you may... You know, you're going to get candies. It's so commercialized, but this is what we're taught very little. And it, as we grow up, this is the these are the habits that stick with us. These are the habits that are ingrained in us. These are the habits that we continue. That they become traditions. They become, you know, whatever. And so, again, we lose sight of how this should be celebrated 365 days a year because the last thing you want to fucking do is be laying on your deathbed with regret that I should have loved harder. I should have loved more. I should have touched him more. I should have touched her more because now I don't know when, you know, what's going to happen. Life is so short and so precious. At the blink of an eye, it could be gone. So why do you want to wait for just one day out of the year to express love? Yep to be love, to exude love, to make love. I will never forget when my son, I'm so sorry, I'm telling you a secret, but I've said it before. The very first time, him and his girlfriend um, had relations. And, you know, they sat there on the couch, and I made sure I was gone. You know, I went to the gym. And I came back home, and they were both there with their lips, bottom lips quivering. And I'm like, I already knew something had happened. And I already had told him, if you ever need anything, top drawer. And so, you know, he was like, I, I just love her, Mom. I just love her. And that's the thing. And I was like, you know, son, it's okay. Because when you love somebody so much, you can tell them you love them. You can show them you love them. You can take out the trash, buy them diamonds, buy them whatever, take them places, whatever. But it's not until the bodies join, the souls connect, the spirits intertwine. It's called making love for a reason. 
That is when you literally become one in that moment. And so why do you want to wait for just one year to have that moment? You should be making love on a daily basis. Well, that, I that tell you, I'm excited. Not leave until the I, day when we take our last breath. I, I think, um, you know, sure, I can I'm actually see it. <laughs> in a sexy way. <laughs> Feeling sexy, I'm just saying. Right. Like I said, I, I, I see the uh, Monica Lee's 365 days of, of making love. It's, it's, I can't, I can't wait. It makes me want to. Uh, I'll probably be every morning. I'll it'll give me reason to make sure that I go click on front porch sex talk every day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm writing it down right now. So I'll be putting yeah. that. So for yeah. for you people that are out there listening, make sure you if you're personal friends with me on Facebook, you can go to my Facebook page, and if not, go find me on my fan page, Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. And I'm on Twitter, and I really don't I don't Twitter that much, but I can Instagram, and uh, yeah, so you can find all that there. So if there's anybody out there listening and you want to call in and say hello, we are down to the last 18 minutes, or you have a Valentine story that you want to share, you can call in at 657-383-1579. We've kind of been chatting so much, I forgot to tell to tell everybody that the phone lines were open. So what what's your best Valentine's story? Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. I mean, I look back. I've had I had some really good ones, but um, you know, um, I just love romance. You know, so you know, I've had all the rose petals done out, and you know, and on the bed, and and the the, the bath water and the sauna and the you know every that that's my that's my my deal i'm i'm the the you know the goddess of love and passion so when i've had everything kind of put together for me it's it's been been my and make love all night long yeah yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. I so what about you Oh, well, I'm kind of like you. I've I've had some good ones. But I think yeah. <laughs> I think one of the best ones for me was um it was right after Valentine's Day, but going to Italy. And uh that that was really magical for a few reasons. Oh, yeah. But um yeah, I'm I'm all about the romance and I'm a very simple girl. My ex-husband used to buy me stuff that was practical. I would get all kinds of tickled pink if I got a brand new tiller or not only got a brand new tiller, but he tilled up my garden for me. Uh, I was like, yeah. he could color me pink and slap my butt because I was just over the top excited. Bought me some seeds <laughs> and I was excited. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Got me a new calf. I was excited. So, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm just not the traditional kind of, you got to take me out. You got to wine and dine me. Throw a ribeye on the grill and let's watch the Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm um, perfectly a, happy. A, 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 yeah, a romantic evening at home kind of gal. 
and, and I'm I'm a big rub my feet. I love to have my feet rubbed. That's 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 my that's my weakness. My feet, rub my feet, and oh, my little heart will go pitter patter, and 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 it makes the evening just so wonderful for everyone. If you stop my feet. Well, uh, my feet are ticklish. Don't don't do that. But rub my hands, and I'm all climby like a tree. I, oh, I didn't know your feet were ticklish. Oh, don't look at them. They just. I, you That's know, nice I, to know. I, if I, I ever I, need to. <laughs> to, to you know, I mean, my feet are yeah. very sensitive. So I, I have to get uh, you yeah. under control some way. I could tickle your feet. <laughs> my feet are extremely sensitive. So when I'm, that's why I'm outside barefoot. Because I want to feel the earth's vibrations because I can literally feel the vibration through the through the ground and um so yeah, so if anybody yeah, I'll go for a massage and I keep my socks on. And uh, yeah. Accidentally touch my foot and I'm I might accidentally kick somebody. So um so I want everybody to sit back tonight and enjoy their night. And Look at the person next to you, and if they're in the other room, then you need to be over there with them. You need to be sitting next to them. You need to hold their hand. You need to talk. Even if you're not holding their hand, talk to them. Take them a cold beer. Take them a glass of wine, a virgin adult beverage, whatever. But have a conversation. You know, I, I was I was talking to somebody the other day, and it was a really, really epic conversation we were talking about anything and everything and I said this has been really nice because conversation is almost like a dying art it's a lost art almost because yeah right away yeah right away the conversation goes to sex and it doesn't always have to be that way I mean at some point it's nice to talk about it but it's nice to just talk about anything and everything so if you are sitting in a another room and your partner somewhere else, go be with them. There is, it's it's 15, 14 minutes till eight. You still have four hours and 14 minutes left in the rest of this day. Go enjoy it and then start over tomorrow. When you wake up in the morning, let it be a new day and let your juicy, your juicy goddess flow, your sacred goddess flow, let that warrior Come out and just love. Let all those emotions go. Today is a new day. Look at it differently and see how you can do the next 365 days of love. Whether you're making love, expressing love, being love, exuding love, whatever. Let the next 365 days fill you to where you are completely transformed. I have seen couples that have taken a challenge and have made love every day for a year. And one lady said, you know, I wasn't angry anymore. And even though I was expecting it, it was a different expectation. It's not that, oh, my God, he's going to want sex tonight. Because we already knew we had committed to it. So when you know that you've committed to it and you want to do it wholeheartedly, it then changes the dynamics of things. 
But I, I had she said clients she was, come. No. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. All right. No, no. I had clients that it came to me and um, for a session, and they had been married for 25 years, and they had sex two to three times a day, every day, and they didn't marry 25 years. And I looked at them and I asked them, like, and why are you here? You know. And they go, you know, and because they go, because we we want to we want to incorporate tantra. It's not that we have a bad relationship, you know, um, and and that's what people need to understand. You know, even if you're having a, you consider yourself to have a healthy um, love life, and and you're getting, you know, all the sex you feel like you need. There's always still something out there, and they just, you know, so. I thought that was a pretty interesting take that someone that had been married 25 years, having sex two and three times a day, still wanted to explore. And that's probably why they have been married 25 years and have sex two and three times a day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's wonderful because, you know, I I see people like that all the time, too, where they want to grow on a different level, on a cosmic level. You know, they want to make sure that they stay connected. And it's perfect. I mean, a lot of people think, well, Tantra, that's because I'm sick, right? Or because I can't get my sparkler up or my 4th of July is not working. I'm like, no, it doesn't always say, you know, have to be that. But there's so many people out there that, you know, when they Google, Google is wonderful for some things. But when you Google Tantra, you find, you know, different things where, you know, you're suffering from pain or you're suffering from this and you need Tantra to be enlightened. And, you know, Renee, I was very fortunate to find Renee. The universe is so fabulous and so wonderful. The universe literally put Renee in front of me. And so I trained her to, you know, study sacred sexuality and spirituality and become a tantrika and I I was like this was perfect because not I didn't feel like it had to be for broken people this was to this was like the circle of life it's you know for for everybody and um and I've had several people come to me and they're like well, I don't know if you're the right person I should be talking to because there's really nothing wrong with me. I just want to be able to um, and be more enlightened. And I said, well, why not? Because don't you know, the number one answer that I get after in consultation, when I ask people, you know, when I'll ask my clients, you know, um, and, and I always say my ego is not big enough that I know that you're not here because you just had to come meet goddess Renee although hey no and I go but there, there's a reason you're sitting in you know the big boy chair or the, the the big girl chair there's there's a reason you're here there's something that drew you not to me but you know to to you know um the the session and and the number one thing that I have got, gotten over the 15 years is I know there has to be more, but I don't know how to find the more, and I don't know what the more is. 
And I always smile and I go, you're at the right place because Tantra is the more. And and that's all that, you know, you can really say. It, it's just, it's it's a, a shift. And, and that's why I am excited for your upcoming new radio show. Um, yeah. I know. I'm so excited for you. And congratulations and and I don't know if she's going to toot her own horn, but uh, Monica <laughs> has been asked to be host of Tantra Goddess Talk on the new Tantra Directory dot uh, com, and she will be um, actually interviewing the who's who starting out in the United States of Tantra, and that's really exciting. And I'm I'm happy for you, Monica. Thank you. I'm excited. This is the opportunity of a lifetime because there are some really amazing people out there that are, you know, pioneers of Tantra and, you know, are are out there doing, you know, helping people become enlightened and awakened and doing the healing. And so this is, this is, quite an opportunity for me and and I'm I'm excited. So stay tuned because you guys the the show is I, I'm excited and it's <laughs> I'll start crying here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's literally like a dream come true. So uh right. stay tuned. It's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. That'll be coming out soon. And if you've enjoyed front porch sex talk with Monica Lee you're just it's it's gonna be front porch sex talk with Monica Lee time. I don't even know what number you wanna put because <laughs> you've got a great lineup. I got to I got to see her lineup of her first six guests and I was blown away. And uh when I say the who's who in, in the Tantra world, Monica has them lined up and it's gonna be real exciting. It's yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. It's um it's still so so surreal. But uh, announcements will be coming soon, very, very soon. So make sure you stay tuned to Front Porch Sex Talk and follow me on my social media. Again, you can find me on Facebook at, on my fan page, Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. You can find me on Instagram, um, Bella Lee 73 And um, I still haven't quite figured out Snapchat yet. I'll, I always have to ask my... 13-year-old niece how to do it, and I'm just like, eh, whatever. So the big ones are Facebook, Instagram, so make sure you go find me, say hello, and tell me that um, you've checked out some shows. So we're down to the last four minutes. This has flown by. It always, time just always flies by when I'm with you. It's never enough time. And even when I'm with you, Rose Marie, time just flies by and it's like it's time to go already so I know, I know. Uh, tell me what's going on with you what you've been doing where you're going to be going how people can find you what's what's what do you got any best way Tonic to find me is through, out there? yeah best way to find me is through uh art of tantra and um on facebook and um I am regrouping uh, and coming out with a new website with Boomer Tantra, and I will be traveling. I will be doing Louisiana, Texas, Florida, and New Jersey. 
so I will I will be um I will be quite uh busy over the next over spring and summer traveling and doing workshops and individual sessions and so um and promoting what your mama the Bible in porn never taught you about sex. And um that is about it, but it's going to be busy, busy, busy. That's fabulous. So make sure you go and find her, look her up, and if you have not already, go find what your mama, the Bible, and porn never taught you about sex. And you may see somebody familiar in there that might have contributed a chapter. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, that was very special that I got to um, add something in there in Renee's book. So I was you know, tickle pink with that. So um, there will be a free download of that on tantradirectory.com within the next uh, couple of weeks. And so, if everybody kind of follows tantradirectory.com, they will be able to get a free download of what your mama, the Bible, and porn never taught you about sex. As they follow you, um, Tantra Goddess Talk with Monica Lee. Absolutely. We've got all kind of good stuff coming out, don't we? All kinds of good stuff. I'm I'm I know. super excited. I, I love doing, you know, the show because it's always like a shot of B12. It's like this boost of energy that's just like, okay, wow, what am I going to do now? Where am I going to go? I might just go to the gym and work off, you know, some of this <laughs> energy. Take George Jones and Elvis Presley for a walk. They are my Valentines tonight. So, um Everybody out there, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for tuning in, for supporting Front Porch Sex Talk, for supporting me. The messages that I get from you guys just warms my heart. I was looking at numbers today, and it's still uh, – Renee, remember our very, 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 very first show that we did on September the 4th? Oh, yeah. How could I ever forget that one? Yes. I, I remember it quite well. Sixteen. So we're going, uh, uh, you know, three years now, almost. And oh, that, wow. was, that show was <laughs> quite entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Over 5,000 5, listens to just that one show. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, Too wow. Funny. So people are still going and listening to On Demand. You can find all of Front Porch Sex Talks episodes on iTunes and Spreaker and Stitcher and TuneIn and Amazon Podcast. So enjoy the rest of your night. We're down to the last few seconds. I love you all with all my heart. Make sure you go and find Renee Savant. Download What Your Mama's Bible and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. Follow me on Facebook and stay tuned because amazing things are fixing to happen and you want to be part of it. So I love you all. Thank you so much, for Renee, for... Okay, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you more. And stay tuned because 365 days of making love and how to be love is starting tomorrow. So check it out. I love you guys with all my heart. Until next time. Bye.